Good day, my listeners. I'm so glad you're here today with me. I have a very special person because I know I told you this podcast was for 55 and over, but this is unusual, and I'm going to have her. This is Judge Karen. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Why are you here today? I'm here today because I am running for Yonkers City Court Judge as a writing candidate. So I'm trying to read out, reach out to all demographics, all ages, races, creeds, colors, sexual orientations to let them know that even though this isn't 2020 and it doesn't involve the presidential election, it's very important to be aware and to know who is not just running your country but running your city because it starts at the local level. And one of the things that, well, one of the issues people are always talking about is criminal justice reform. And you you have to also look at the judges that will be in the seat making the decisions. Absolutely. When I uh, was very young, before my youngest two were born, I was in the, I worked in Greenberg. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had this young white male, I still remember his name. His first name is Mike, so I'm not giving that away. Mm -hmm. And he was what anybody would say a wrecking machine he broke cars glass windows in various locations so people woke up and found that their car was damaged I saw the judge and you know who you are this is 1977 or 78 speak to the young black men while they were sitting in the court as if they were bums Mm -hmm. and took this young man named Mike who was a bum, mm-hmm. and told me that I was to find uh, a military agency to take him. He was offensive to his parents as well as society. So I was so glad when my, uh, n- well, she was my neighbor. We were both having children together. I was so glad that when she became a judge because I knew she would be fair. Correct. And I knew that. Uh, the so-called Democratic Committee supported him. I could not understand that when I was president at that point of the, no, I wasn't president then, of the uh, White Plains Greenberg uh, Black Women's Political Caucus. And uh, we seemed to have supported more hypocrites and and, and, uh, bad people in a row than than we supported competent people. Please tell me, Judge Carrot, about your history, because when you're talking, you're talking to that 12 years old girl. Yes. Who aspires to do what you're doing, or, or to be, be a physicist or uh, anything. So please talk to her. Well, I will say that I was raised by a single mother. She raised three daughters on her own. I'm currently an administrative law judge. My older sister, she runs, she's a supervisor in one of the hospitals in New York City, and my younger sister's a nurse. So my mother did a lot and made great women who have achieved a lot when she had little. And that's the person who inspired me to keep fighting because she raised three young girls into women who are fighters, who are examples of what you can do if you keep trying. I believe if someone closes a door, you open another one, or you figuratively break it down. You don't actually do it, that's a crime, but you don't let anyone stop you, you don't let anyone stand in your way. The only person you're in competition with is you. 
and that led me to get my bachelor's degree. I was the first person in my family to get um, higher education. And then after that, I went to law school at Hofstra University School of Law. And after I left Hofstra, I ended up getting a job with the Legal Aid Society of Westchester County. And I'm currently on their board right now. That's how much I care about not just people, but people who are poor, people who don't have a voice, people who can't stand up for themselves. That's what I was doing for four to five years. And now, fast forward, I'm an administrative law judge in the DMV in the Bronx. Well, how did that happen? Well, after, I, I will say that my entire life I wanted to be a lawyer, and I wanted to be a public defender. And after working there for four or five years, I wanted to do more, because I wanted to do more for my clients, but as a, a defense attorney, you're not the one making the decisions. The judge does. So I decided to grow not just as a person, but as a professional and branch out and take the chance, take the opportunity and the challenge to not just groom myself, but grow as a, pro a professional and get the experience to be able to be in a position to make decisions. So I was able to become an administrative law judge. Could right you now. tell me what that means? What do you do from day to day? So day to day, I, I listen to about 100 cases and they're moving violations. So if you come to New York City, a lot of people know about New York City. You, you're speeding, you run a stop sign, a, st a red light, the officer gives you a ticket, you come before me. So that's basically what I do day in, day out. I make about at least 100 decisions a day. Last month, I pulled the uh, statistics. I made 650 decisions for the month. That's incredible. So it's I have the training right now. The candidates that I am challenging, uh, former Judge Sweeney, I worked with him in Yonkers City Court. I have nothing bad to say about him. Um, the Democratic candidate, I don't personally know her. She's never worked in Yonkers City Court. I'm pretty sure she's a lovely person. But I'm the only one right now that can stand and say that I am currently, and I, I can be called a judge. Okay. Um, that sounds great. You know, my best job I had was Bronx Legal Services. Mm -hmm. They were, we were energetic. We did. Uh, we took on cases that nobody else would take. Right. And so when I hear that you worked at Legal Services, we're kind of partnering because Bronx Legal Services is still there. Tell me, uh, why do you have to campaign? Why uh, are you on the ticket? Tell me about that. I am not on the ballot. So when I meet people, they ask me, "Well, if, are you a Republican or a Democrat?" And I tell them I'm a registered Democrat, but I don't just vote down the line. I I try to become informed. I look at who's on the line or who's in each party and what values you have, and then I vote. The reason why I'm not on the ballot is because um, a couple years ago when I became an administrative law judge, one of the judges in Yonkers City Court, he'll remain nameless, he realized that I was an administrative law judge, and he said, well, why don't you become a judge here? And I'm not into politics like most people, so I didn't even know how to become a judge here. And at that time, I was living in Queens. That's where I grew up. He said, move over and I'll connect you. So I did what I could do to, you know, plant my feet permanently here in Yonkers, not just working, because I used to work in Yonkers in the city court, but to live here. And once I did, I reached out to members of the party and I was ignored. And that, that, that's shameful because I would rather see 10, 15, 20 people running for a position than just see one. Yes. Because that is not a choice. Correct. 
You know, so uh, even if she got or he one vote, they could win. Well, sometimes people don't want you to have choices. They want to mm-hmm. choose for you. And, you know, I know her mom works in, I believe, City Hall. And, like I said, my mom is a single parent. I don't have any connections. But it shouldn't be about that. It should be about who's qualified. I already know the judges there because I've been in front of them. I know the court staff. I worked alongside of them. I know the court officers. They love me, and I love them. As I've said, and you know, when I meet people, it should be about qualifications. It should be about the person who's best for the job, not about who's into politics and who's not, unfortunately. If I wanted to vote for you, you tell me you're not on the ticket. I don't understand that. Could you share with me what that means? It's really easy. So... At the top of the ballot, it has the titles. It'll say mayor, it'll say legislator, it'll say city court judge. And on the left-hand side, you'll have like Republican, Democrat, Independents, Green Party. But all the way down at the bottom, it will say write in. And at the bottom of each heading, you can write in your own candidate. I've done it before. When I didn't like the candidates that were on the ballot, I wrote myself in for a mayor. I wrote myself in for senator. So once you go to city court judge, you go all the way down in the box that says write in, and you can write my name in. Please share your name again and again and again. Karen, K-A-R-E-N, best, B-E-S-T. You can write it. You could even just write B-E-S-T because the issue is when they're counting the votes, they have to have an idea of who you're voting for. So that's why I tell everyone my entire name, K-A-R-E-N-B-E-S-T. But my name, my last name is so easy. It would be hard to get it confused. But again, it's K-A-R-E-N-B-E-S-T. Now, my history of uh, judges... They s- the same judges on all of the uh, parties. Uh, everybody knows this is Murphy and Friends, and I'm Teresa Murphy. So Teresa Murphy is on Republican. Teresa Murphy is on Democrat. Uh, Green Party. They all have the same person. How I, I don't know if other people are going to be running like that, but it usually is. How do I discriminate between that? Well. It's hard to because there's no if you if one person's on a ballot you only have one choice that's if that's right. how you're doing it. You, it it's one person even if if you are that's why I said you have to become informed how could someone who has Republican values have the same value as a Repu- as a Democrat or a Green Party they're all saying this one person speaks for all of them I I I kind of have to disagree is the Working Family Party on there. The Working Family Party is on there, but they also endorse the Democratic candidate. That's what I'm saying. They all endorse for judge the same person. They all endorse for judge the same person that's going to be running for door catcher. And that does not give me the opportunity of saying, I don't want to vote for this person. Right. But if I vote or not, the person's on every line. Right. And I've told people, and I've, I've been told not to say it, but it's the truth. I haven't seen a black female judge in Yonkers City Court ever and to me that speaks volumes i believe in diversity don't and i tell people don't just vote for me because of my color vote for me because i'm competent i am confident that i can do the job i'm confident that i'm qualified and we need diversity 
we need people who, and I'm not just talking about race, I'm, I'm also talking about age. Once you know about new laws, technology, you have a different insight, you have a different opinion, you can look at issues a different way, and that's what's important. And it, I just question, do the Democrats, do the Republicans, do the work, do people really want that? Do they want different people looking at issues a different way, or do they want people to look at issues only their way? What's, did, do you know the average age of uh, judges in Yonkers? Um, I can't speak for family court because I know family court is diverse. I know they have um, female judges, male judges, African-American, and white. I know since I've been, I know the judges in Yonkers, I, w I would have to say it's average maybe 50 years old. But I don't know, I personally don't know all their ages, but I would say average about 50. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to see you run. I think it's important to have, uh, to look at uh, combinations of things, and I don't want you to choose who I should be supporting. For every young girl that's out there, or, or young woman who's in college, graduating soon, tell me what you want to leave them with, because you doing this, you must have a great deal of gumption. I do. And. Uh, when I was teaching at Lehman College, one of the questions I would ask on the midterm, who has the most gumption in your family? Now, the word gumption is a very, very old word. However, it means n motivation with, with an ability to do something you've never done before, that you're going to carry it out. So you can be motivated, but say, oh, I, I, I don't think I can do that. But this lady is motivated and has gone through places that we all need to go. I think the uh, winner in Massachusetts was a young African-American woman when there was, they said, a very good person leading the battle in her district. But she says, I have. I have different beliefs. I am. I am who I am. And that's how I look at you, that you have the gumption to say, I can. Yes. You know, I will mm. honestly say that once I made it, I declared that I was going to run, I received so much negative feedback from people in, in the party. I won't even tell you some of the things that they've said about me, how they tried to look into my past as, as though I have some, you know, secrets in my closet. They've attacked people who, who I love dearly in Yonkers, and they've made it so personal. And I won't say who, they know who they are. And I would tell every young girl, I would tell every person, don't be afraid because that's what they want you to do. And especially when it comes to voting, I've met a lot of people where they do passive resistance and they just say, I'm not gonna vote at all because it's not for me. And honestly, that's what they want. Exactly. And I tell those people, your, your vote counts because the vote is where the money is. Because they're gonna give the money to the communities that vote because they wanna stay in office. Say that again. They give the money to the communities that because they want to stay in office. Your vote equals money. Your vote equals funding. So your vote does matter. They do not want you to vote. And that's why I came out and I said, I'm going to be a writing candidate. I've, I was told I made a huge political, I'm, I basically I committed political suicide. And I said, you know what? 
I am not a politician. But that's how we change things, but to have the gumption to say, I can do it. Correct. You know, you don't, uh, I know my qualifications and everybody else knows. And often you probably have more qualifications than many of the people who are in the Democratic Party. Well, it depends on what you view as qualifications. If you're looking at my record, if you're looking at how hard I work, then yes. But if you're looking at who I know, then I don't have the qualifications. Because a lot of, and everyone knows in life, it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. So the rich stays rich. And the poor stay poor. So that's, that's a lesson for us all today, that uh, we have a competent extremely competent. I know when I got my degree in 75, I would I would go places where uh, blacks had never gone and still people would say, oh, uh, what kind of work do you do? Uh, uh, why are you here? There's something that still happens today and you know that and I know that. But what I want you to do is get out there and vote. Please. And we have early voting this year. I want you to get out there and vote. And I want her to say her name again. And I want her to say how you can contact her. Because she does need people to go and put flyers on people's do- under people's doors. Yes. She needs people to stand in front of Stop and Shop. Yes. Under, uh, what's the other one? Shop right. She needs those people. Yes. And that's why we're doing this early and not two days before the election. We're doing it so that you can understand that there's people out here. She needs, well, tell me what you need. Exactly what you said. I need volunteers. And I need people that aren't afraid to challenge the norm. I need people to stop being afraid. And I need people to contact me. My, again, my first name is Karen, K-A-R-E-N best B-E-S-T. Just remember my name. And if you haven't registered, register to vote. The deadline is October 11th. And tell your friends and your family. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. It's best B-E-S-T for Yonkers City Court. And that's the same thing for my Gmail. B-E-S-T for Yonkers City Court. You can look me up on Instagram. You can look me up on Facebook. That's my website also. So my last name is not hard to remember. It's B-E-S-T. Tell me what kind of volunteers do you need? Um, people who are willing to knock on doors. If you own a business, if you have a house that I could put a lawn sign on, let me know because I need to become more visible. I need to get my message across. I need people to know that we aren't the minority in this situation. We are the majority. and we're being sold something that's not true. That's uh, excellent. Uh, you want people to knock on your door, but uh, on a podcast from a public place, and uh, this is the library, mm-hmm. we can't talk about money per se. Correct. Like, but we can talk about you do need uh, p- posters printed. Yes. And you need all of these things that run an organization. Right. I can't tell people if they go on my website, Best for Yonkers City Court, that they could donate for me. I can't do that. Um, But, you know, and then there's a campaign finance rules, there's ethical rules. But if you want to contribute any way possible, I'll take any kindness. 
I, I won't say, oh, you, you know, you contributed an hour of your time or, you know, your daughter wrote a sign for me. I don't want it. I'll use anything. Mm-hmm. That is great. Uh, certainly, you, we need flyers. You need flyers. Right. If you want to share my, my page on Facebook, I have a page on Facebook, again, Best for uh, Yonkers City Court Campaign. I have a profile, Best again, Best for Yonkers City Court. You can type that in Google. Either my Facebook will come up, my Instagram might come up, or my website will come up. There's so many ways to reach me. You might even find me knocking on your door because I I just came from School Street because I am serious about getting this vote out. We we can't complain unless we start actively getting engaged and doing something for ourselves. All of us. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. I got you through my email. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so I'm not on Instagram. I do have Facebook, but I don't read it. I read what other people say, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> read it. Uh, you need to be, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. There's many. I'm surprised how many people are out there who are like me who do not have. Uh, Correct. Um, well, that's why I said uh, my the email. Yeah, please tell us your email. It's best b e s t for Yonkers City Court at Gmail. Everything is the same. I'm trying to keep it consistent. Best. Do you have an office? I have an office in Market Street. It's not like an official one, but mm-hmm. it's where I keep all my information if someone wants to drop something off. It's 73 Market Street. It is in the medical... Say it again, please. I want people to catch it. It's 73 Market Street at Ridge Hill. So if you want to drop something off, you can. It's on the third floor. Is your name in the... Uh you just give it to the secretary at the front. You tell them my name, Karen, K-A-R-E-N. Best B E S T and they'll take it. Okay. Now you're going for family court judge? Well, no, it's city court judge. I'm sorry. So no, because some people do get it confused. Um, city court judge, it it includes criminal cases. It includes the traffic, which is what I do now. It includes landlord, tenant, and small claims. So family court is well. Uh, Yonkers City Court is on South Broadway, right across the street from the hospital. Family Court is now up, uh, I forget the street, I don't know if it's Warburton, but it's with probation. They moved it from on South, South Broadway. That, that's good to know because we do need even-handedness in, in criminal court. Yes. Even-handedness. Nobody gets uh, a pass because you look a certain way, but even Right, and and a lot of people, and I've I've run into people, and I'm talking to them, and they're like, great, you're going to, you know, let us all go, or, you know. And I said, you know, that's not what I'm running for. I believe that we all should take responsibility for our actions. And I I think I would be doing people a disservice to just let them have a, you know, quote-unquote slap on the wrist, because part of making mistakes is learning from them and growing for them. I can tell you how many mistakes I've made along the way and um, people are telling me right now I'm making a mistake, but I'm not afraid to do it because I'm going to learn from it. Absolutely. And if someone is before me and I know you've made a mistake, I obviously have to go within the letter of the law. If you murder someone, I can't, you know, let you walk free. But if there's if you're a young person and you're needing services as far as you stole something because you're homeless or you're looking for food or something like that 
and I can connect you with services where you can get an education. Like I was telling people, Grayston, I've met people there and they do an amazing job with reentry programs, getting people jobs, resumes, and they don't they don't even ask you for a resume if they when they want to offer you a job. That's amazing. That's one thing that a lot of people who come out of prison have a hard time obtaining is a job. So you work with if you want me to work with you, you have to work with me. If you want to become a better person, if you want to become someone in society that gives back by actually contributing, I will help you do that. But I have no problem giving chances to people that want to take it. I don't want to waste it on someone where another person would benefit from it. I think that's great because uh, my church is in White Plains, and I think my pastor is phenomenal from what I hear about what other people do. Uh, I know that he had hooked up with a judge that looked like you and I in uh, Greenberg, Mm -hmm. and she would do exactly what you're saying. Uh, We had a man's committee where we would, uh, they would cycle that young person to them, show them how to dress, how to get a job, all of these things. So maybe you might want to think of hooking up with Mm -hmm. a, a church that can be your backbone, be your voice. I've considered different routes of, of how to well, when you say that as far as when I when I become judge or right now <laughs> either way <laughs> right. if, if, if I got caught for stealing I don't know a lollipop I, there must be a reason and of course there's right. cases that are much more difficult well, than stealing a lollipop my is- well, I, the on- only thing I could think that might be an issue with that is there's a little bit of a separation between like you know religion and court if there's a church based program that someone you know gives me and says or an attorney presents to me if we're conferencing a case for a client and say this client he's a member of this church or his family's a member they're willing to offer him these services or help him or we found a place that's church-based that's fine okay that's fine as long as it helps them okay that's now churches you hear about this if you have a parishioner whose child or that parishioner may get in trouble with the law our judge is ready to try to steer that person in a direction. That doesn't mean that the person is no longer not guilty, just to be steered in a direction that might be beneficial right. for that child. I'm willing to give them the opportunity to prove that they want to become a productive citizen in this community. How you go about doing it, you know, there's no one size fit all program. I, I would not tell everyone that you have to go to this program if that program would work for you. It, it has to be evaluated case by case. Absolutely. Uh, I'm forgetting his name, but the man who's uh, on Warburton, mm-hmm. he runs the community center. Have you met the him? The Nepperhan Community Center? Mm, yes. I know who you're talking about. Yes. I've, I was actually there for a meeting, I believe this past Monday, one of the um, politi- black female political caucus meetings. And I went to the NAACP meeting last month there. So I haven't had the honor of meeting him, mm-hmm. but I've been in his facility numerous times. So she's out there. She's out there and she wants to meet you. But we need you to spread the word. And this uh, a podcast is, a ra- is basically a radio station. 
So people, if you're listening in New Jersey or Connecticut or, or other parts of Westchester or other parts of New York, you have friends that live in Yonkers. Yes. Or who are very near to Yonkers. Maybe they live in Mount Vernon, but they touch. Or they could be in the Bronx, and the Bronx and Yonkers, Yonkers touch. Talk to them. Say, have you heard about this young woman named Karen? Karen, uh, let me see, let me see. Bess, yes. <laughs> She's running. She needs your voice. Yes. She can't be in a thousand places, and that's what we talk about. And I'm I'm trying to be, but it's it's hard. It's hard, and she she has to work to pay that rent. So therefore, we need you to be there for her. We need you to be the voice. We need you. To, if only you can photostat ten flyers. We need that. She needs that, and give it to ten people, and then ten people give it to talk about it to another person. Right. Please, again. Go down to where, on the ballot. You're on the ballot. Talk about where you are. Again, it's city court judge. And there might be other, there will definitely be other um, categories for judge because I know there are some seats in county. So it's not county court. It's not Westchester County Court at all. It's city court judge. And you go all the way down the row. And where it says write in at the bottom, you write my name in. And right. my name is Karen, K-A-R-E-N, best B-E-S-T. Is your flyer on your, uh, do you have a web page where your flyer is there? Yes, on my website, bestforyonkercitycourt.com. It's on there. Um, send it. You know how to click the button. Just <laughs> tap it and send it to at least. How many friends y'all got? I mean, people got Facebook. They have a thousand people on Facebook. Yes. Even if you have a hundred, send it. Send that to them. And my Facebook page is public. My Facebook profile is public. So even if you Google Best for Yonkers, Best for Yonkers City Court, it's going to come up and you can see everything. You don't have to have a, a Facebook or Instagram account to look at my page. That's the whole point of it being public. So you don't have to, you know, join if you don't want to. I can understand why you wouldn't. But, you know, even if you're not on social media, even if you, you know, even if you want to just find out about me, you can Google Best for Yonkers City Court and Facebook will come up, Instagram will come up. You don't have to join at all. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. And uh, for those who have ch children that might be Karen's age, she is a blessing to Thank all you. of us who want better, who have the gumption because your parents had gumption to do something. I know my parents uh, decided they wanted to live in New York. So as soon as they got married, my mother was out of high school, they moved to New York. That takes a lot. Yes. So somebody in your family has gumption. And think of this young lady having gumption, that she is not bucking the system. The system already determines who they want to run. Correct. Now let us choose who we want to run. I thank you. I thank you again. Uh, for listening to Murphy and Friends and having us into your home or have us on your radio station in your car. And uh, I'm at, I'm in Google, I'm at Spotify, uh, Murphy and Friends. I'm in several of them. I don't even know the name of them. Uh, tell your friends. Just tell your friends. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Murphy and Friends. Goodbye.